I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I got a question for you. You always have questions for me. I have questions for you. Oh, okay. This was something we were just talking about because I will be going on a bachelor party this weekend, going back to Milwaukee. Yeah, it's my nice little three-day work week you put together. <laughs> Jeez, between you and Melissa, the two of you worked three days this week. Work smarter, not harder. That's what I always say. That's not. Uh, that's not either. You're not working. Work three days, not five days. That's what I always say. Uh, <laughs> so, what is what is is Milwaukee? A, not Milwaukee's not a cliche, but. What's a more common bachelor party site for you? You're not from Chicago. I mean, mm. this is my second one in Milwaukee. I've done, my friends have done New Orleans. Mm-hmm. We've done uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Right. We've I'll done. Be there. I'll uh, be down there in a couple of weeks. We've had friends do Vegas. I didn't go to the one in Vegas. It was like a, they were there only for a couple of days. I couldn't make that one out. That's the cliche one. I did mine at the University of Illinois for a football game. We like tailgated and went back to our college town because beers are cheaper. That one sounds like the worst. That one's the best. It was a Charlotte versus Illinois football game, and we didn't even go to the game. We just tailgated. So (laughs) what is maybe the most common bachelor party site for you? For like the one of ones that I've been to? Yeah. Man, that's a good question. I don't I don't I don't know if I've ever like doubled up on a on a location for a bachelor party. And a lot of times the bachelor parties that I've gone to have like either been in like a lot of times like the city that they've gotten married in. So I've been to a number I've been to a few in St. Louis, I've been to a few in Kansas City, um Nashville. Oh, oh, we did a uh, distillery tour in Kentucky one year. Oh, that was, my cousin did that. Oh, so that was the best. That was uh, one of the coolest weekends. It was in the fall, so college football was on. We all watched college football and drank whiskey all day. That was awesome. And we were, like, camping, too. Oh. So, like, but, like, in RVs, so not, like. That's cool. Yeah, so we had, like, a couple of RVs, and we were just watching college football, sipping whiskey, and just snacking on snacks. And it was the broiest weekend ever. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, the one we did in Kentucky was March Madness opening weekend. Oh, my gosh. So we drove, Which is a national holiday in Kentucky. We drove down on a Thursday to go by the University of Louisville while they were playing at night. So we got down oh, probably wow. at like 8 p.m. The game tipped off at 9, so we went to a college bar and watched it. And it was awesome. Did you do any distillery tours? Yeah, we ended up doing, we did Makers. I did Makers as well. It's awesome. 
I hand dipped my own bottle. It was, it was oh, so cool. you did one of those? Yeah. We saw one of our guys did hand dipped a glass. He did his oh, own glass. Cool. And I bought Haley a, a couple of cocktail glasses from there okay. as well that we still have that I love that have like the drink recipes on the side. We did a couple of others that I just can't remember off did the you top of Did you do Angel's Envy? I don't think we did Angel's That's Envy. That's my favorite type. That's my favorite brand. Like it's, I, I, I don't know. It's just something about it. It's just so good. And it, I just, oh, I just love it. I, but it's, it's like a, more on the pricey end. So yeah. like, I can't like continuously <laughs> like when, you know, like I can't continuously go out and buy it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not on the, it's like, it probably runs like $50, $60 or, a bottle. Mm-hmm. I tend to stick with the $30 bottles, you know? Yeah. So it adds up. So I don't I don't get it too frequently, but my goodness. Whew-wee. What's the most you would pay for a food item or a, or a drink item? Like, is it going to be the best thing I've ever had? You don't know. You think it will be. <sighs> this is actually a good question because I've never paid too I mean... We just had a buddy who just celebrated a birthday, and he posted a picture of what he was ordering, and it yeah. was like a 64-ounce ribeye or something, and he's yeah. paying $134. And to me, I was like, wow, that's a lot. But I for, for just the- Just that. Wow, that is a lot. And so part of me says, for food more than drink, because I feel like drink, if I'm paying more, like if you were telling me you're making me a cocktail, and the cocktail is $30, uh-huh. I'd be like, cool. If you're telling me it's $50- that's what I'm kind of getting on the yeah, that's because you're like how much how much fluid am I actually getting in this cocktail? Like, is this going to be all umbrellas, all this other yeah, stuff? Is like, it, to make it it's like the ice cube's going to be massive, and I'm just going to get a little bit of li- like that's the thing with cocktails. They I feel like you get re- you can easily get skimped with a cocktail, and you could pay you know thirty bucks and get a two ounce shot exactly so for i think for cocktails i would say the most i'd pay is about i'd say like forty dollars okay but unless wait for a cocktail you said for a cocktail forty dollars forty bucks for one cocktail i would if for the experience of it because my guess is the reason i'm hearing of this cocktail and going is because people have talked about it sure sure and so there's like that element right i would never buy a forty dollar cocktail without hearing about it first however I recently, uh, at one of our spots here in Chicago, it's a place called the Franklin Room. It's, it's phenomenal. I like. I, I just think it's great. Good food, really cool vibe, which okay. you know me. I'm a big vibe guy when it comes to restaurants. Yeah. Uh, they have on their menu a $25 old-fashioned. Okay. Okay. And you know me. I'm a huge old-fashioned guy. Yep. So Meredith and I were out at the Franklin Room celebrating... Um, I think it was our anniversary, I guess. Okay. Yeah, or, that was recently. Or something. We were celebrating something. Maybe a, a, a promotion that she got. Um, and I said, you know what? And it was one of those meals where it's like, we're splurging tonight. All right? Let's just splurge. Let's go out. Let's get apps. Yeah. Let's get two entrees. Let's get a couple, a couple of rounds of cocktails. Yeah. So I got the $25 old-fashioned. I was like, I got to try this thing. Kyle? I'd be lying if I didn't say it was the greatest. Oh, good. It was the greatest old-fashioned I've ever had. That's awesome, actually. To the point where we went back to the Franklin Room again a couple weeks later, we weren't celebrating anything, and I still got it. I still got it. That, I mean, that's... See, that's That's, why a, that's I, a lot for a cocktail, though. It is. That's like kind of like... I. That's a lot. You're, you're splurging, which is, again... I'd splurge on a cocktail. Food? 
food, that's where it gets difficult for me because yeah. a lot of times on the menu, if I'm looking and I see something like that's expensive, my mind just is like, well, I don't. I don't know if I want that much steak. I don't know if I need that much pasta or something right. like that. And you can always find a cheaper alternative. I would pay more because food, you it's harder to skimp on food. I will say we did a tasting experience for our uh, anniversary. These are really big in D.C. They're not so much bigger here where it's like a like a 15-course tasting menu. Okay. And so it's not like you get 15 courses of big food. It's kind of like... All at one location. Yes. Okay. So, and this was an experience. I forget the name of the place, but we it's basically we walked in and... Like they, they should have those here without how good the food is in Exactly. Chicago, right? Like, DC... I asked Haley about this recently where I'm like, why is it so big in DC? And she goes, the culinary scene in DC is just a little bit bigger than it is Chicago, surprisingly. Really? Yes. And I guess that makes sense because you have people... It's probably more of a, uh, of a diverse city than Chicago. Chicago is extremely diverse. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that with the it being our nation's capital, there's probably people from all over the world that live and work around D.C. More Michelin star restaurants in D.C. as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. We, we actually had this conversation the other day of how many Michelin star restaurants are in Chicago and like various cities like uh, Detroit, Pittsburgh, a bunch of random cities like where the people at our dinner were from. How many do you think are in Chicago? I think I know the answer, and I think it's surprisingly low, isn't it? Isn't it like only? I want to. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go like five. Five? Yeah. Isn't it lower than that though? It. Your reaction also tells me that it was higher because I said there's more in D.C. And you're like, really? And if you just look this up. The number of Michelin star restaurants in Chicago. <laughs> Michael Jordan. 23. Really? 23 restaurants I in thought Chicago. It was, I, I thought I heard that it was surprisingly low. Now I'm curious. Am I right on my D.C. prediction? New York, I think, is like something like 76 or something. Are you looking up how many are in D.C.? I'm looking up how many are in New York. D.C. We're just, this is a podcast where we are just Googling things. New York has 68. 68? Oh, my God. D.C. has 125. New York. Wait, no, stop. 125. I'm showing Austin my phone right now. One of 20 is what it's You Googled Michelin star restaurants? Yeah. New York has 68. There's no way D.C. has more than New York. You're you're a liar. It's like what does McDonald's have Michelin stars in DC? Which city has the most Michelin starred restaurants in the world? Number one, there's Tokyo. There's 24 in DC. There's 24. Where, where did you get 125? It said Michelin star restaurants 125. Yeah, maybe in the country. It said in DC. It lied to me. Google lied to me. I I googled it, and my Google said twenty four. This is why the internet cannot be trusted. Don't trust anything, right? But the most I'd probably pay for food, like we did the tasting menu. Uh, that's what was the story that we got off on a big tangent. About. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Tasting menu. Yep. Whole experience. Uh huh. You literally start at the ground floor where yep. you have a couple of drinks, and they give you a couple of random things to taste, like a. Like a oyster or uh, like something that was pickly that uh, that I remember that was uh, pretty just, good. Yeah, pickly. And then you go upstairs and you have a 15 course tasting menu. Like there was like a couple bites of like jambalaya. There's like meat they cut at the table. There was like a there's a dessert at the very end. Yeah, delicious. 
And I want to say those end up being like 125, 150 per person. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the most I would pay. But we have had, have had friends. They do these like where it's not 15. They do like 20, 25 ones at like bigger restaurants. That can be like 250 plus per person. We've had friends go and do those. Yeah, I, which I get those like because the, like the, that's an experience. Like that's like a and you're getting you're sampling foods that you wouldn't probably normally get if you're going to the restaurant as like a patron. Yeah. I feel like, which which first of all, do you like those? What like the where they give you a little bit here? And, oh, here, try this. Oh, now here's our this course. Like I, I, would, I, I like the idea of it, but I feel like when I'm actually there, I'm like, this is not filling me up. I get very overwhelmed by it because I'm used to not getting the most expensive things in the menu, right? And, and like the experience. Like here's the steak and, tartare, and it, you're like, okay, that's. That's literally the size of my thumb. And it's delicious. It's one of those things, though. It, it does weirdly fill you up. Like, obviously, it's right. after not a while, the most full. After a while. Yeah. But, like, in the moment, I'm like, this is one bite. Like, it's like you're eating one bite at a time every five minutes. There were kids sitting behind us. Children. Two. That had to pay for this course. So, you know, the family has oh, money. And I just heard, I heard a couple things. You know, the best comparison I can make to these kids are they are going to Harvard someday. <laughs> They're the Winklevoss twins, the Winklevoss. Ooh, the Winklevoss. So they're going to invent a uh, social media platform and have it get stolen from them. Allegedly. Allegedly, right. <laughs> Don't want to ruin the if social network. If they would have invented Facebook, they would have invented Facebook. <laughs> So they were behind me, and I just heard the mom say, "Well, I don't. That's not how she said it, but like I, that's how I imagine she said. Well, remember when we were sitting in Hawaii at the chef's table, oh, and they were oh. impressed with your palate, saying that no. to the kid? And I just went, I hate everything about. So the experience. I, I didn't know what the word palate meant till I was like in my twenties. Exactly. I still kind of don't know. In fact, when you know, like at some weddings, like they'll give you like the sorbet. Yeah, you like to cleanse the palate. Yeah, to cleanse the palate. Like they would bring out the sorbet, like after like the salads, and I'm like, why? Why'd they bring out my dessert already? And someone's like, no, that's to cleanse your palate. And I said, my what now? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm just eating ice cream on the couch. What am I cleansing cleansing my palate? Like, am I supposed to wash myself with this? Like, what do you mean (laughs) cleanse my palate? It's a very weird phrase. Yeah, the only thing I knew about palates were that's what the all the uh, food came in on at Costco. You know, you could buy things by the palate at Costco. So the experience overwhelms me. I don't hate it, though, if you're doing it once for a big occasion, like an anniversary, maybe a milestone birthday. Like, I wouldn't go to that more than once a year, just because I feel, number one, I would lose, like, the the experience and the uniqueness of it. Yeah. And I just feel like I would, again, just feel so uncomfortable the more and more I went that I'm like, I'm not in my first year of marriage. I said, uh, you know, I wasn't the most responsible guy. I'm still not the most responsible guy. You can attest to this. Yeah. Uh, but (laughs) I was very quick to answer. Yeah, yeah, I know that was a little too quick. I think you should have thought about it for a second, (laughs) but uh, no, but my first year of marriage, obviously 10 years ago, I just celebrated my 10 year anniversary, uh, last week, not to brag. And I, I was even more unresponsible irresponsible than I am now. Yeah. But after I got married, I'm like, I'm going to be responsible. Okay. Valentine's Day, I'm going to book us reservations in advance (laughs) to a fancy restaurant. And I'm going to take my lady out for a night on the town. The lady. 
And keep in mind, I'm like, I was like 25 years old and I'm not, I, I worked in sports talk radio. So clearly that should tell you like the <laughs> most irresponsible person ever. So I, I did, I, I, but I was proud of myself because I'm like, Weeks in advance, I get the reservations down, and uh, to me back then, the, the uh, up the highest echelon of restaurants was Melting Pot. Have you ever oh, been to a Melting Pot? Yep, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's my first time going; I'd never been, and um, <laughs> I'm honestly, I have a gripe with Melting Pot. Just first and foremost, like no restaurant, no restaurant should be that expensive when you're cooking your own food. Okay, <laughs> like I should get paid to work at I should get paid an hourly shift uh to eat at at melting pot because you're literally doing all the work. That's fair. Yeah. But I I set the reservations and don't think anything of it. Okay. We drive downtown. This is downtown Nashville, Second Avenue. Drive downtown, park, walk down and and the melting pot in Nashville is like kind of like in this like basement. So you have to kind of walk down underneath it. Mm-hmm. And so we we get down there. Uh, no, uh, you know, uh, dinner, uh, reservations for two huh, under Huff at, uh, 8 PM. They said, okay, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, we're getting the table ready right now. Why don't you have a seat and we'll, we'll call you up. Okay. So we have a seat. Five minutes pass, 10 minutes pass, 20 minutes pass. Oh my gosh. 30 minutes pass. 45 minutes pass. No way. And I stand up and I said, I'm sorry, I had reservations here. Like, what's going on? And they're like, what was your name? Uh, Huff. You guys told us to wait right over here. Like, oh, Mr. Huff, we we tried calling you uh, for your reservation. It, you know, it was available. We, we thought you just didn't show up. I said, I've been sitting right, literally right in front of you. Like it was, and I was literally right in front of them. Uh, right in front of you this whole time. And they're like, oh, well, we just got your voicemail. Didn't have service down in the basement part of where this restaurant was. Yeah. So phone never rang. So I'm like, okay, well, they're like, all right, well, let us let us see what we can do for you. So they they scrounge stuff up and us end up seating us. And they're like, we're so sorry for the wait. They're very apologetic. I didn't drink at this point. So they're like, uh, we can offer you a nice bottle of champagne. And I was like, that means nothing to me. And it meant nothing to my wife, too, because she did drink, but she was like, I'm not going to drink alone. Yeah. So that does nothing for us. They're like, well, you know, we'll get you a dessert or something. Then we, then they hand us the menus. It was a fixed menu for Valentine's Day. Oh. The night before Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, and the night after. Three days, fixed menu, one set price. And Kyle... Little twenty-five-year-old Austin was getting paid chicken scratch in his first job in radio, which you can attest to. Oof. Radio does not pay. Does not pay. <laughs> my first job ever paid even less than not paying. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it's my first Valentine's Day married couple, so I like have to like kind of still fake it. Like we're still kind of in the honeymoon phase. I have to like you know, oh, this is nothing. It was like a, it was like hundred and twenty-five dollars per or hundred and fifty dollars per person. I think. Okay. Which today again, like not like as we're older, it's that's still pricey. Yes, but it's like okay, it's understandable. You swallow it a little bit quicker. You go, whoa, that's higher, but okay, whatever. Like we're fine. Yes. So, uh, or maybe it was just 150 total, and it freaked me out. (laughs) It was probably 150 total, and it freaked me out. But so I, so I'm like, all right, well, I've just got to, I'm just going to grin and bear it and pay it. We did get a picture frame. Uh. 
that came complimentary with the meal. <laughs> it was like a Valentine's Day package. They took our photo. And oh, nice. Put the photo in there. It was stupid. Uh, and Mayor did get a rose out of it. So I guess it paid for itself. No, it did not. Uh, and so <laughs> then we're walking back out. And I'm like, and I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to? I just paid so much money for dinner. Get to our car. Parking ticket. No. So there's 80 more dollars that had to be paid. Literally just an overall bad night from having to wait and getting hangry for the meal, then eating the meal that we had to cook ourselves, uh, to then realizing how much we had to pay just for uh, two people, and then getting the parking ticket. We had something kind of similar, not exactly that. So we went, before we moved out here, it was Haley's birthday, and... Yeah, we do the special week stuff, but you we don't do like big gifts anymore. Our gifts are usually like, hey, we're planning trips. Our money goes towards that. Right, right. But like through the year, like Haley does a better job than me, but like there'll be like little things she knows I need. Like I complain like, hey, I don't have enough socks, like fun socks. So she'll buy fun socks and she'll give them to me on like the birthday week. One year she did like a full week where every day I just got a new box of cereal because I oh, love nice. cereal. Yeah. So like little stuff like that. So not expensive at all. So this year- because we were just about to move. Like, it was her birthday, and then I think the following week I was home, and then I f- came to Chicago the week after that. So we only had a couple more weeks left, and her whole thing was like, look, you're going to do the special week thing, whatever. I don't want anything because I don't want to transport it across the country. Right. Which I'm like, yeah, I c- completely agree with that. So our whole thing was experiences. Hey, we're moving back to Chicago. Um I haven't booked this yet, but we're going to go to, I think, the Cubs-Cardinal game we went to last night. That was actually the day we were supposed to go, I think, originally, where I'm like, hey, we're going to go Cubs-Cardinal game on this date. I'm not going to buy tickets yet because, obviously, we're trying to save money because of the move, but stuff like that, where it was planning out ahead. Architecture tour, hey, let's try to go on this date, but I'm not going to buy tickets, stuff like that. But the one thing I did book was a reservation for Rosemary, the restaurant in Chicago. Yeah, very delicious. We loved Top Chef the season that Joe Sasso was on. It's not Joe Sasso. It's Joe Flom. Yeah. Uh, he was on. We loved that season. So when he won, we were excited. And then we found out he was getting a restaurant in Chicago because he was from here. We were excited. And and then finally we got to go. And so that was the gift. And I paid for it. it and it's not it's not like I was struggling with money. But the problem is, you know, when you move, there's all the expensive. You got to get movers. You got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. You got to put a, uh, the first and last month's rent or whatever. And when you're starting to rent. So we had already paid a lot of money, but I was like, you know what? It's okay. We can afford this dinner. I'm not worried about that at all. We were talking about getting out there. We knew we were going to have some drinks, but it was still a work night, a school night. And I was like, you know, I have no problem driving. I'm going to have one, two cocktails at most. We're going to have a full dinner that's going to fill me up, so I'm, I'm going to be fine, and I, I won't worry about it. But... Maybe we should Uber. We looked at Ubers. It was like $30 to get there one way. And I was like, I can find parking that's a few blocks away for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. So we drive, park. It's kind of like this empty lot that comes out of nowhere. But other places are parked. You see the sign on it. Great. Parked. Use one of the parking apps. Great. Have a delicious meal. We have a, such a good time. You know, we get a couple cocktails. We get as much food as we possibly can. We got dessert. Um, and they gave us free dessert too. So we ordered our own oh, dessert nice. and they yeah. gave, cause it was for celebrating her birthday. So they gave us like a little bit of ice cream. It was great. Go out to the car. 
Car's not there. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. So I'm I'm hitting the button and I'm freaking out. I'm like, what's going on? Like I, I my car was here. Am I? In the, like I'm starting to panic now. Go around front. You see the sign. Call if you can't find a car. Whatever. So I call. Call the tow company. I'm like, yep. I have a, a Hyundai Kona. Was parked here. I don't know why it was towed. Oh, uh, we didn't have your license plate in the system, so technically we have to tow it. My license plate got entered wrong in the app. Oh, no. So they found it. They didn't recognize it. They towed it. So then we had to pay for a $30 Uber to go get the car and then pay for a $200 tow fee. Sure. Couldn't get that refunded. Luckily, we were able to get our car that night. They were just about to close when I called, and they were like, we'll wait. But- that would have also been an extra money. So this expensive meal that I had no problem paying for yeah. ended up being very expensive right. after having to pay for an entire move. So was the $30 Uber and $2 tow expense more than the free dessert you got? <laughs> did it or did it equal out? Hmm, that's actually a good question. <laughs> it was pistachio ice cream. So that's a little bit more expensive. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Geez, Tom Brady. <laughs> I had to cleanse my palate. What do you say? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.